Hello and welcome to another episode of Farmers Inside Track with me, Dornumdu. On today's episode, we're explaining a crucial but often overlooked topic in the sphere of household pesticides, their storage. Correct storage of these products isn't just a matter of convenience or organization. It's a matter of safety and responsible use. Whether it's separation from food, medicine, toys and clothing, or just ensuring they're kept away from sunlight, heat and moisture, every detail counts when it comes to the storage of pesticides. And it's not just about unopened products. How we handle damaged containers is equally important. Guiding us through these crucial aspects today is our esteemed guest, Harish Ramanand, the Stewardship Coordinator at CropLife South Africa. Harish's expertise will help us understand the ins and outs of pesticide storage and how we, as everyday South Africans, can implement safe practices in our homes. Harish, it's so great to have you back with us here on Farmers Inside Track. You had your first connection with Iva as part of this campaign that we're doing with CropLife South Africa. I've since spoken to your colleagues, Dr. Ferdoren and Rulin. And I must say, I've learned so much from all of you. And I'm so happy to have you with me in this episode. Thank you for having me, Dawn. Great to be back as well. Now, we've spoken a lot about the proper storage of household pesticides. And I think that's where I'd like us to start. Why is proper storage of household pesticides so important? What are some of the risks that you kind of run into by neglecting this specific aspect? Good question to start with, Dawn. Safely storing pesticides in the original packaging is important to protect people, their pets, and the environment. Homeowners also need to be aware of proper pesticide storage practices. An important issue of storage is the potential for human or animal harm through exposure, accidental or otherwise, especially where children and pets are concerned. For example, storing household pesticides irresponsibly without adhering to the label instructions can result in poisoning or adverse reactions if mistaken for another product or discovered by children or others as well as pets that should not be handling them or may accidentally eat or drink pesticides by mistaking them for something else. We know that with children and pets, they like sniffing around and tasting things they come into contact with. Homeowners also run the risk of using pesticides in place of detergents or bleach, for example, when stored with such items. Elderly people may also mistake pesticides for medication if the pesticides are stored in the same area as medication. But for me, it is when homeowners feel that it is fine to illegally decant a herbicide product, for example, into a soft drink bottle and leave it in easily accessible areas. There has been a report of a kid ingesting a herbicide with serious consequences due to negligence. I would like to remind homeowners that a pesticide product may not be decanted into packaging not approved by the Registrar of Act Number 36 of 1947. It is therefore crucial that anyone purchasing pesticides for household use acts responsibly and ensures that the pesticides are stored safely and out of sight. Yeah, we've definitely run through this quite a bit. And I think you've just cleared it up once again, you know, that it is really important. And there are lots and lots of cases that get reported almost daily when it comes to this. So understanding what happens when we do neglect this aspect is really, really vital. Now, my next question would be around, is there a guide that you can kind of take us through when it comes to the best practices, when it comes to storing pesticides? 
And let's talk about it particularly in relation to separating them from food, medicine, toys, clothing, and other household items. Because usually you have like one cupboard where you kind of put all mm. of things in, but that's mm. not the case, right? You should actually keep it totally yeah. separate. Definitely. So the importance of good forage practices for household pesticides cannot be overstated. Homeowners must always consult the product label and safety data sheet for specific storage information. Importantly, store pesticides out of reach of children and pets. Keep pesticides tightly closed in a locked cabinet in a well-ventilated utility area or garden shed. Never store pesticides in cabinets with or near food, animal feed, clothing, medical supplies, or other household items. Homeowners must note that pesticide fumes can be absorbed by food and animal feeds in particular. This can have serious negative health consequences for animals and everyone in the household. Storing pesticides with toys, clothes, or other household items is an absolute no. This to me comes down to common sense. Why would a homeowner want to store a pesticide with toys? This is asking for trouble and needs no further explanation given my answers to the previous question. Flammable substances such as fuels and gases must not be stored in the same area as pesticides as well. In the unfortunate event of a fire, fuel and flammable gases will further intensify the fire. Homeowners must not store pesticides in places where flooding is possible or where pesticides might spill or leak into wells, drains and groundwater or even surface water. Furthermore, homeowners must store liquid and solid pesticide formulations separately. Herbicides must always be stored at the bottom and not above insecticides and fungicides. If herbicides are on the top and spill onto insecticides or fungicides, damage to crops being grown in the garden is guaranteed. Given what I said earlier regarding decanting, homeowners must always store pesticides in their original containers with the original label, which lists directions for use, ingredients, and first aid steps in case of accidental poisoning or exposure. To reiterate, never transfer pesticides to soft drink bottles or other containers. Children or others may mistake them for something to eat or drink. Homeowners must alert all caregivers about the potential dangers of pesticides and share these tips with them. Teach children that pesticides are poisons and are not to be touched. Protect pets and children by carefully following the label directions and precautions. Post the Poison Information Center emergency number as indicated on the product near every telephone in one's home and save it on your cell phone as well. Homeowners must always purchase the amount of pesticide required for a particular pest problem. Do not allow pesticides to build up in the home. Where possible, keep a register so that older products are always used before the newer products. This is to avoid pesticides expiring before use, thereby becoming obsolete. Finally, obsolete pesticides, leftover product and empty packaging must be disposed of as indicated on the product label and in accordance with national regulations. Yes, those steps are very clear and we've really been able to run through this extensively mm -hmm. over the past few weeks. And you've just stated it very clearly again, Harish, and I think I agree with you. Right. No toys, no clothes. It shouldn't be mm. close to like the medicine cabinet. Now let's talk about, you know, environmental factors. So we know that sunlight, heat and moisture can impact the integrity mm. of pesticides. Could sure. you maybe, you know, in more detail provide some tips on how to store these products to avoid such effects? Let's start with sunlight. It is important that the storage area is bright enough so that pesticide labels can be read easily. 
However, pesticides must not be stored in direct sunlight because exposure to sunlight causes photodegradation, whereby the product becomes denatured over time depending on intensity. In simple terms, this may cause pesticides to break down and become ineffective and unusable. Artificial lighting in darker areas will suffice when pesticide labels are consulted. Secondly, with regard to temperature, always consult the pesticide label to determine the acceptable limits at which the storage temperature should not exceed or fall. Pesticides may freeze when they get too cold and the container may crack and leak. Freezing temperatures may also cause some formulations to separate, whereas some pesticides expand when they get very hot. High temperatures also cause plastic to melt or become brittle and may cause a buildup of pressure that may break glass containers or cause the chemicals to volatize or spill out when the container is opened. Excessive heat may cause an explosion or fire. Finally, the storage area must be kept dry with sufficient ventilation. High humidity causes some dry formulations to clump, break down or dissolve and release the active ingredient, making them unusable and dangerous. Humidity also weakens paper and cardboard packaging and will eventually rust metal containers. It may cause labels to peel off or become unreadable. It is crucial to always ensure the pesticide label, a legal document under Act Number 36 of 1947, is always easily readable. Generally speaking, most pesticide labels stipulate for storage in a cool, dry place out of direct sunlight. What should someone do if they discover a damaged container of pesticides in their storage, for example? Are there specific safety steps that should be followed? Also, what happens to that area if it is contaminated by the specific pesticide? Firstly, homeowners should be regularly inspecting pesticide containers for tears, splits, breaks, leaks, rust, or corrosion. Where a damaged container is identified, put on appropriate personal protective equipment and take immediate action. If the damaged container is an aerosol can that contains pesticides under pressure, use special care to avoid accidentally releasing the pesticide into the air. In general, when a container with the liquid pesticide is damaged, homeowners can try using the pesticide immediately at a site and rate allowed by the label where possible. However, there is likely to be leakage resulting in spillage. Homeowners can do the following under such circumstances. First and foremost, phone the Griffin Poison Information Emergency Number 082-446-8946 for advice, even if you don't need such advice. In general, do not allow any people into the area while cleaning up the spill. Soak up the liquid with an appropriate absorbent. Absorbent material can be in the form of Arabic gum, vermiculite, sand, or as most households will have on hand, paper towel. While allowing the pesticide to be absorbed, Secure and seal leaking or compromised containers where immediate use is not possible. It is good practice to put such containers into polyethylene plastic bags to prevent further spillage for safeguarding and for safeguarding. The bags must be sealed with duct tape. Once the pesticide is absorbed, sweep the absorbent material up and transfer to a large polyethylene plastic bag. Seal bags with duct tape and store in a dry, cool area inaccessible to children, pets, or any other members of the family. Thereafter, call the Griffin Poison Information Center emergency number for advice on decontamination. Once the spill site is decontaminated and all hazardous material is safeguarded, call a hazmat service provider to remove such material for disposal. Information pertaining to hazmat service providers can be found on the CropLife SA website, 
under the container management tab. Alternatively, I can be contacted as well. Finally, with all of that said, homeowners must store pesticides with care to avoid damage to containers that will in most instances result in leakage, thereby leading to spillages. Over the past few weeks, we've really gone into all of these aspects and it's just great to drive that home once again. And if I could ask you a final question, and maybe I know that mm. we spoke about this in our previous editions as well. Some sure. of the roles that Crop Life South Africa plays in promoting the safe storage practices for pesticides and how the organization educates the public around these important aspects. CropLife South Africa has provided numerous training and information sessions aimed at educating the broader public in terms of stewardship best practices when it comes to household pesticides. The central theme has always been to communicate the importance of the pesticide label, as will now be clear to you when the instructions on the product label are strictly followed in terms of storage. The topic for today, all the issues we have discussed will not be a problem for household users. Now, these sessions have been in person via podcasts such as today, online webinars, radio and television interviews, and not forgetting the wealth of resources in the form of PDF documents, booklets, posters, and YouTube videos available on the CropLife essay website, www.croplife.co.za. I encourage homeowners who utilize pesticides to interrogate our website and contact us for any further queries or explanations. Thank you so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track. Harish Ramanand, Stewardship Coordinator at CropLife SA. We're eager to learn from your insights and help our listeners foster safer, more responsible habits when it comes to pesticide storage at home. You could of course read more on this topic by going to www.foodformzanzi.co.za. From me, Numdu, our technical producer, Megan van der Fendt, and the rest of the hashtag Team Food from Zanzi, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans, though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.